listening to RMD Studios. Welcome to The Table, a podcast for leaders to build community, have conversations, and share resources. Table Podcast. My name is Linda Bottoms, and I am your host. This podcast is created by the Church Ministries Department and the RMD Studios. The Church Ministries Department is a ministry of the Rocky Mountain Ministry Network. The goal of this product is to provide resources, training, and networking to the ministries of the local church. We still believe the church is the hope of the world, and we are here to serve you and your volunteer leaders. Today in the studio with me is Larry Selman. Larry, along with his wife, Angie, are the founders of Marriage Life First Responders. Larry, it's so good to have you in the studio with it me today. It is a pleasure to be with you. I just Ms. expect Linda. that we're going to have a great time. We are. Absolutely. We are. So, Larry, tell me what Marriage Life First Responders is and why it came to be. Be glad to. So, Marriage Life, which is, life is an acrostic, which stands for love, intimacy, friendship, and engage. Uh-huh. And that's the basis of our curriculum. We really go in depth with those four pillars Uh of marriage that we think are really important. It's basically a marriage ministry to first responders. And our mission is to serve and protect marriages. And we do this through coaching, counseling, teaching, resources, and inspiration. So Angie and I really have a passion for marriage because we went through so many difficulties five or six years into our marriage when I was in the Air Force and I was a law enforcement specialist. So we can kind of relate to our first responders Uh of how difficult that is. And I think the big thing for me is, is my dad was in law enforcement for 25 years, 20 years with the Dallas Police Department. He was an excellent officer, at least from what I heard. Uh He was policeman of the year. He won the Police Medal of Valor for trying to save a family, a mom and two kids from a fire, apartment fire in South Dallas. Uh And he was compassionate. He, they say he wept when he, he did this. I never saw my dad cry, but this was right before I was born. So at work. He's kind of like a hero to strangers. You know, that's what the first responders are. Well, that's what you want them to you be. You want them to be, right? Absolutely. You need them. They're protecting you. Yeah. They're protecting your life. They're protecting your property. But his home life was was totally different. It, the, the job took a big toll. He had PTSD. He was a functioning alcoholic, severe anger issues, two failed marriages, and died at the age of 50 of a massive heart attack. So that that left a big indelible impression upon me that, man, this is a tough career for sure. And so we just want to reach out to couples and support them in their marriages. Well, that's great. Um, So when you are referring to the first responders, so we say first responders all the time, but tell us what is really a first responder? Who does that include? Yeah, it could be really broad. We haven't gone down this avenue because I I kind of feel like people at, at, say, at a hospital that are nurses or doctors, no doubt they're dealing with trauma and, and they face more of like a compassion Fatigue, mm-hmm. but what we, our group, our little network that we're trying to to minister to is firefighters, law enforcement, and that could be city police, could be sheriff's department, right. state patrol, military. We've had some military folks attend some of our marriage retreats, EMTs, dispatchers, and chaplains. Because I'm a police chaplain with the Colorado Springs Police Department, and we go out and we see a lot of trauma, just just the same things that our police officers see. 
So first responder means they're the first to respond. First to respond on scene. And Absolutely. when they, they respond to everything or do they respond to certain instances? Well, a lot of times it's, well, it's going to be in the majority of when dispatch, they get like a 911 call right. coming in that they'll, they'll respond. They'll dispatch police and they'll dispatch fire depending upon what the circumstance is. So the ministry that you and Angie created and that you've put together and, and you've really been facilitating, you've been taking care of, um, what, does, what does it offer to support and, and encourage the responders? Well, we have marriage retreats that we do two or three times a year. Before COVID hit, we had one scheduled for May that we had to, yeah. <laughs> to cancel, postpone. Yeah. I know a lot of people are in this boat that do ministry, right. very unfortunate. But we'll we'll pick it back up when things go back to whatever right. our new normal is. But we have a website that people can go to where we have blogs. We write blogs. We have recommended resources. We're going to be starting to upload some videos that we do on our Facebook page, but we want those to be on the, the website as well. And then we do counseling. If people need counseling, we could do it face-to-face. We could do it by Skype, Zoom, whatever whatever right. means that uh, that we can make it convenient for people to get some words of encouragement. Well, that's great. You know, um, I know that uh, just from research, you know that those Individuals who maybe go into the FBI. I heard once that the FBI marriages never survive mm-hmm. someone being in the FBI, you know, or um, and the police force. You see so many policemen that have been married two and three and four times, and that it's a hard, the first responder genre is a hard genre just to really be able to um, have a lasting marriage. And that's really unfortunate. It's extremely difficult. Just like, I think military, we could put military in that okay. with, because of the jobs that they have, the, the dangerous aspect of the job. They're working different shifts, might be working midnight shifts, weekends, missing holidays, anniversaries, right. birthdays, being deployed. Right. And, and when I was new in the Air Force, and this continued throughout my career, is sometimes having training on days off. So your day off is not your day off. Right. <laughs> totally. I have a friend who her husband is a policeman, and she says that. You know, he's off, but he's not really off. Right. Yeah. So um, how about uh, the local church? So we as the local church, we really want to encourage and support our first first responders. So what are some creative ways the local church can minister and encourage the first responders, not only in their church, but in their community? Absolutely. Good, Good question. The obvious one, I don't know how creative it is, but it's one of the best ways is to pray. Pray for our nation and pray for our leaders and pray for our first responders. Favor upon them, safety, and their their families. But churches could do things like, here's one that I just saw on on Facebook. It was in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was a police kids appreciation event. It was uh, 10 in the morning till 12, suggested ages 4 to 12. All are welcome. Snow cones, water slides, prizes. And that is really neat. Not only is that helping the first responders, but you're reaching out to their kids. Right. And what a great oh, yeah. connection that would be. Now, right now with COVID, you'd have to see if you could pull something like that off. Right. But you could have a you could have a banquet at your church. Nothing heavy, maybe even nothing preachy. It's just appreciation, establish relationships, and, and coordinate that. Or go out to a police division, substation, or a fire station. And take food, take the kids, you know, maybe they've written 
cards of appreciation. They can get a tour of the, right. the fire station, get on the fire truck. I Everyone think likes Everybody that. would love that. Get pictures. It would be an awesome community event. And those aren't that hard to do. It just takes a little bit of time to, to uh, get people involved and set a date, make it happen. Well, I've seen churches that have done that. They've invited the first responders to their service where the people can just appreciate them, pray over them. Um, we were in a church service once where they passed out little army men and police, little police army men, and you were able to take them home. Um, on the bottom, they had people's names on them, and that was the person you prayed for um, for the year. That's and so um, I think that there's always creative ways that you can do that. Um, with many churches in their church security program, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have church securities, we have hospitality, we have all these ways that we're trying to keep our, keep our church members safe. And so a lot of times in those local churches, the church security is the policeman, the local policeman that attends their church. Mm-hmm. And so for me, what it, it dawned on me that even when the policeman or the first responder, the fireman, um, the paramedic, even when they're off duty, they're not really off duty. Not really. My dad, for many years, I noticed when he was off duty. In this base, sound familiar or not a surprise. When we're in a restaurant, he's at the back wall, eyes to the front. I mean, he's just right. look, checking out his, his surroundings. Even though he's in civilian clothes, he couldn't quite turn it off just because I think of the things that he had seen before, and he knows there's real danger out there. And sometimes, as average citizens, we just don't think about that all the time when we're going to and from work or to Walmart or wherever we go. But he was really hypersensitive to that. What's a sense of, of responsibility, maybe? I think so, you know, too. I'm responsible for this, this group of people, and um, they do that every day. Well, um, we uh, are so excited that you're here to tell us about it, but I have one last question for you. My heart always goes directly to the women, and it may be because I've done women's ministries for so many years. It could be because that's what I am. But in this circumstance— it's not always um, the woman who is the spouse of the first responders. We have many first responders that are women. And so tell me how, that, how you see that. How does that play out in their marriage when the woman is the first responder versus the man? Usually that doesn't go well. No, does it not? The statistics, I don't have the, the exact number. But it's almost 100%, well, that marriage will not make it where the husband is in a civilian-type job and the wife is a first oh, responder. that's too bad. And so I, that's something that we need to do a little further research because it does happen. Right. And maybe those are the things that we can hit in the training academy, let's say at, at the police training academy yeah. in Colorado Springs, is to have a briefing with those that group and say it's going to be more challenging and here's why and, and start that off from from the very beginning. The other thing that we see a lot, and it's also really tough, is when two first responders are married. Oh, yeah. Could be a dispatcher married to a a sheriff's deputy. Mm -hmm. Could be a a firefighter married to a police officer or two police officers. They have a really, really difficult time. Sometimes they're on different shifts. Sometimes they kind of come home and are still in a first responder mode. They're used to giving directions. They have the authority and now they need to, it's hard to just turn it off right. and say, we're husband and wife. And that's the job, and this is our home life. Easier right. easier said than done. One of you is not the chief and the other the patrolman. Sure. You know, we do this together. And then at our marriage retreats, we get a lot of interaction. It's not a lecture, for sure. We have some funny videos, and 
we have some case studies and assessments. So couples really get to, get to talk to other couples that are facing similar things. And that what we, we've always done at our retreats and focus on the family has been so generous that they've donated marriage books for every couple. Oh. And then through donations, we can purchase other books. So sometimes they can get a couple of those books. And they're always... They're always excited to go to that resource table. I'll be right. honest with you. It doesn't really matter if it's a first responder marriage book. If it's a solid marriage book, based upon what they may be going through, they want it. So, and, and the other thing we do, and I might have mentioned it before, we do counseling, is we want it to be ongoing. We don't want to just, the retreat ends, good luck, hope things work right. out. We want to avail ourselves to that couple any way that we can through conversation, through encouragement. We could meet face-to-face, have coffee. And so there's somebody out there that uh, when times get tough, they can call her or they just they uh, just want to tweak their marriage. They just want to make it a little bit better. Well, well you we're know, glad to help them. Most first responders don't say, I'm going to go into this field, of, of this field and I just hope my marriage survives. You know, that's not what they're going in with it. And it's I think until you live in it, you really don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So what word of encouragement would you have for our first responders? If you could give them any kind of encouragement, what would it be? Well, I went into a police lineup the other day, and we weren't allowed to really be active as volunteers. I'm in a volunteer role with the city because of COVID-19. But mm-hmm. I went into the lineup, and I, I told them that the job that they did was really honorable. It's really it's a, it's a great profession. It's noble. It's a valor. And so don't, don't forget that. Don't forget your training. Don't forget your values. But I want them to know that their marriage can have hope, even if it's struggling, is they can have a victorious marriage, not one that just survives. Nobody wants a marriage that just survives for years and years. Right. We want it to be victorious. And I've, I've talked to so many couples that were first responders that had been even police chiefs that had great marriages. But they had tips on the things. Some of the things right. I'm sharing with you, I learned it. I learned it from from them. But you know, I, I kind of go God, family, you know, country. Those those are the priorities, and make sure that first responders kind of keep that in mind. Right. Because your marriage is, they're going to be with you, your 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 family, your wife, and your kids for the long haul. So don't take them for granted. Appreciate them and work on your marriage. Well, I tell you what, I know the ones I know, I love, and cherish, and um, of all the all the different types of first responders, and um, we know that they are doing what they're best to take care of us. So, well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for listening to the Table Podcast. For more resources like this one, subscribe to this podcast. You can also go to rmdc.org and go under Church Ministries for plenty of podcasts and resources to help the ministries of the local church. Thank you for spending time with us around the table. For more resources just like this one, visit thetableresources.com.